Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. What up, Knicks fans, and what? Is up, Barry motherfucking D. What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. Come on, I put a fucking crumb cake on my background and popped it up right then and there to get a little more excitement out of you. Blanderson's not going to be able to focus during yeah, this podcast. Yeah, how am I going to concentrate? You got a giant crumb cake <laughs> behind you. Isn't this the one that we talked about once? Like, what is that alcoholic drink behind them, right? And didn't yeah, it looks tell like us an old-fashioned. It was like juice or something. This is the November crumb cake of the month. Yes, I know mm. the apple. And now every time you eat a crumb cake or fuck a crumb cake, you're going to be thinking about me. <laughs> no, all right? that is not. I will not allow Because <laughs> I'm all over this. Nope. No? No. I will not think of you. <laughs> and our live audience is in the house. Hundreds have gathered <laughs> for season five, episode six of It's a Hard Nick's Life. They're all here. They're all here. They're muted. And they're all going nuts right now. I'm not unmuting you yet. Maybe later one of you will get the lucky chance. (laughs) All right. Remember, wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that will take away all your pain. All the pain associated with this devastating two-game losing streak, which has Knicks fans up in arms and you know how we're gonna do that today boys how's that for the first time in years this is a very special podcast we are going to be having another one of our world famous hard nicks life meditations and our live audience is going to be right in on it live audience are you ready to meditate today (laughs) they are i've never (laughs) taken part in one of these before so i'm excited you've never done it right no no i have not oh it's fucking so good so good you better not disappoint, Blandy. Oh, there he is. Sip. You didn't stick your tongue out for that sip, Blandy. <laughs> we have Changing an audience. your ways. You know? Just... <laughs> you got to give him the real you, all right? Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. If you're looking to place a bet, do what Barry does and head over to betonline.ag. Barry, how's betting season going for you? Um, It was up for... Quite a stretch there, Craig. Oh no! About eight wins in a row. I, I took uh, took two lumps though the other night, but that's all right. That's that's what it's about. It's a long season. We're going to bounce back, but I'm still up, which is where you want to be. You want to be up in the positive, right? What are you up at? Like a hundred bucks now? I'm up like four hundred bucks. Okay, something. All right. All right. BetOnline.ag is better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile site to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV50, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your bonus. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Guys, eight games into the season, we are five and three. Two losses in a row against the Raptors at home and Indiana on the road. Shot a fantastic five of 24 from three against the Pacers. Fucking Miles Turner shot seven of 10 from three. Hit more threes than the entire Knicks team. All right, we've given up big leads. We've gotten big leads. RJ Barrett is suddenly on fire. Emmanuel quickly can't seem to do anything out there. Barry, where should we get started today? Um, I mean, if there really are people that are freaking out over where the Knicks are, and I guess there are. I mean, you've seen buzzing about it on Knicks Twitter and there so are. forth. And, but th- then I guess that's where we got to start. I mean, I didn't think we were going to have to talk people down off the ledge eight games into the season with you know, uh, a 625 winning percentage, but apparently we have to. And and here's here's the thing of it, right? Most people have this team winning mid-40s, maybe upper 40s. Some people even said 50 wins. This is a 50-win team. Well, let's flat, fast, fast forward to the end of the season. Let's say the Knicks win 50. That puts them at what? A 609 winning percentage? They're above that right now. And as we know, this team is a team that should get better as the season progresses. So there's nothing to be worried about. You want to be disappointed over the couple of losses that we had against the teams that we lost these games to? Fine, be disappointed, but don't let it knock you down and take your eye off the prize and, and set you back to where your hopes are set for this Knicks team because they're on track. They're fine. Fans are so upset that we lost to the Raptors. Raptors are a good team. They are a good team. No matter who might be out of their lineup at the time, it's a well-coached team, and they always come to play. Yeah, but we, I mean, we were up by 15 in that game. Barry and I were at that game. That was not a good, they had that game firmly in control, and then they just crapped the bed. I think the only game we have, we, we might have not been up 15 is against Indiana. We've gone up big in every single game this season. They played no defense from like the second quarter on in that game against Toronto. Barry, do you think it's a, a big issue that we're giving up these big leads constantly? They got to find their way. You know, um, I, I'm not going to say the same thing that Tibbs always says, which is, you know, you got to play 48 minutes, yada, yada. They can't have these long stretches um, where they're not doing things at both ends. And they got to keep up their defensive intensity. That's the biggest thing for me. You know, whether the shots are going to fall, the shots aren't going to fall. They need to pick up their defense the entire game. And, and, and I mean, that's... That's what a Thibodeau team should be, and that's what they were last year, and that's what I want to see, and I'm not. Here's an interesting stat through eight games, or a few stats, I guess. Through eight games, we are ranked fourth in offense at 113 points per game. This Indiana game is the first time we didn't break 100. We're second in the league in three-point percentage, second in the league in three-pointers made. These are great offensive numbers, right? I mean, pretty much the opposite of last season, which is amazing. On the defensive end, though, (laughs) we are... 25th in the league in defensive rating and 22nd in the league in points given up. So we have like flip-flopped from last season where we were a great defensive team, not a great offensive team. And now through eight, it's only eight games. Our offense is looking much better and our defense, where the fuck is our defense? But if there's one guy to fix the defense, one coach in the entire league, right? Uh, who is it? It's Tibbs. Thibodeau. Yeah, he's, he's not going to let the he's not going to let this fly. But no you, way. You're adding Kemba, who we know is not you know good on the defensive side. We also didn't get Nerlens back until until last night. Um, you know, so I mean, I, I think that those two things are probably contributing right. to and, and Fournier as well. You know, that's gonna we we knew that going into the season that was going to be a downgrade in that position on the defensive end as well. If only we had Alfred Payton, you know. 
would be so much better. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. There are some, or maybe one, man in in Twitterland, Nick's Twitter, claiming that we are missing Alfred Payton right now. That Julius is missing Alfred Payton. That the team is missing Alfred Payton. Well, those people are stupid. <laughs> Let's talk about some good stuff. R.J. Barrett. Mm. All right, 26.3 points per game over his last four games, averaging 19 points per game on the season. Barry, did you tweet the other day that he is the the best Nick? I did. I said he is the Knicks' best player. What, what do you mean? What does that mean? Like right the second? Yeah, that pres- game? present tense. Yeah. not So like a week ago, he wasn't, he is right now. A week ago, you couldn't say Will that. Will he be tomorrow? Will he be tomorrow? Well, that I can't say. All I know is at that moment, he was. The fuck? At that moment in time, when you tweeted <laughs> that, right. he's their best player and that's it? Yeah, that's right. Look. Wow, what a cop out. All it, right. it is a cop out, all right? Because they still have Julius Randle, who I'm hoping gets back to himself. But what I'm saying is RJ has been their best player. And that excites me because it means he can turn into permanently their best player at some point. He's been their best player this season, you're saying now? I'm saying he's been their best player over the last four games, Greg. Okay. All right. Because Julius still is doing a lot of other things, right? He is. Julius Randle, I mean, people are coming down on him hard. They're, they're, they're saying that he's not performing. I mean, look, he's still top 30 in the NBA in points, top 20 in the NBA in assists, top 10 in the NBA in rebounds. And probably what's most important for this team is he's in the top 20 in efficiency. So he's he's doing his thing. Obviously, it's not the Randle that we fell in love with last season. He, he was just so good. Last season. And obviously, we hope that he gets back there, but he's, he's got to figure shit out. Blandy, any concerns about the guy who you anointed the greatest Nick of all time last season? <laughs> no. Listen, we've got we've got two more big scores with, with Kemba and Fournier. Um, listen, has he disappeared in a couple of games? Yes. Uh, if you throw the double team at him, does he struggle? Yes. Am I worried? No. We're eight games into the season. I'm not. I'm not worried. I mean, you know, I think looking at the schedule, part of the reason why people are are a little crazed right now is if you look at the next four games, you got Milwaukee twice and and Philly. We could very easily in a week be six and six, you know. So Barry's talking about, you know, what the winning percentage is right now, six, whatever. But we could be 500 in the blink of an eye if they don't get their act together with these next four games. You know, when everyone's been raving about RJ, obviously, and been pretty hard on Julius. And when you look at their numbers, they're they're about even in points right now for the season. But Julius doubles the output of RJ in every other category. Double in rebounds, double in assists, double in steals, way more blocks a game. So, so you can't forget about all the other categories that Julius is bringing in every single night. Even when he doesn't score, he's still helping the team in, in many ways. A guy who isn't doing much out there, and I don't know if we need to start talking about should he even be playing or should Quentin Grimes get a shot, is Emmanuel Quickly. Still too soon. Do you guys know what Emmanuel Quickly is shooting from three this year? It's like 21% or something. Do you know what he's shooting from the field? No. 30-something? 27%. All right. It's not good. It's not good. Through eight games, he's got 12 assists. Five of them came in one game. He's literally doing nothing out there. You'd want to say he's got to get warmed up, but I mean, the, the guy played like a thousand minutes in summer league. You know, he, he hasn't he hasn't stopped. He, he he shouldn't need to warm up, but 
again, it's it's eight games in. You you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Do you? Is it possible that the, all the rule changes are greatly affecting his game? I don't think he so. He had a lot of his games last season. A lot of the, his good games were because he was getting to the free throw line and hitting nine out of 10 of them So every single game. So do you think that that helped out the rest of his game because, you know, when you get to the free throw line, you sink your free throws, it helps build your confidence, you see the ball go through the hoop, and you think that's kind of what was settling him into these games, and, and that's what made him perform better when he was off the line? Yeah, not just not really just the confidence of getting to the free throw line, but just driving to the basket and getting those calls, you know, forcing right, those being calls. Productive. He doesn't need to get the ball in the hoop to get points for his team, you know? He shouldn't be making it so hard that he's got to, like, reinvent the wheel you know, that that wasn't the only aspect of his game. He's got more to contribute. Look, do I know that things are going to turn around for him? No, I don't. You know, last year was his first year in the league. It's all we have to go on. Um, but again, I mean, let's get a little bit further into the season before we start benching the guy. But given that he's shooting 21% from the field, from three, it's and we slump. got Quentin Grimes on the bench who we know can shoot the three. Do we? Not at this oh, level. No, all of a sudden you don't? You were fucking pretty high on him, no, Barry. I, look, I understand. Yes. Is he capable of knocking down a three-point shot? <laughs> yes. But do we have the statistics to back it up in the NBA game? No, we don't. He's played a couple of minutes in garbage time. So we don't know. But we, we, know, that, we know that IQ is struggling out there. Yes, IQ is struggling out here. Yes, first couple of weeks of the season. Yes, he's struggling. He's, he's got to be. He's got to be. Like on a short leash right now with Tibbs, don't you think? Well, he's certainly not playing a lot of minutes. But I'm sure Thibodeau is not even close to to pulling him back in, sitting him down on the bench and replacing him with somebody else in this rotation. Not yet. No way. And do you really think that Grimes is enough of a difference maker where it's really going to change this team's record by having Grimes in there instead of quickly? You got nine other guys out there on the court. I don't think it's that much of a game changer. Maybe it'll improve the team a little bit, but I still think you got to wait. Not going to rush to pull quick. I, I like watching the facial expressions. Do you? Are you guys enjoying this? <laughs> Getting to see like what what they agree with. Are they, <laughs> Brandon. Yes or no question. You ready? Who do you like more? Actually, this isn't a yes or no question. <laughs> Who do you like more, Blandy or Barry? Go with Jay. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to go with Jay. Listen, what? It's, 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 oh. it's a lot. It's a lot. All right. <laughs> Jay has stepped up his game. He's killing the sound bits, Holy and shit. you know what? Like, he's bringing a whole life in in, in a, another realm to the pod. Very, you're boring. All right, let's get this <laughs> All right. All right. Listen, I'm just oh, honored to be to be in the same category as Barry. I'm just wow. I'm happy to, you know, Barry. I just I I'm honored <laughs> to be to be mentioned alongside you. Okay. Let's listen to some fucking voicemails right now. We're going to save meditation for the end of the show. All right. Because I don't know if we're going to be able to continue after meditation that much. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Hey, guys. It's DB. My phone cut out before. Uh, great win against Chicago. Uh, you know, when you look at this team, uh, it's hard to think that they can't get to 50 wins. You know, so many teams, you have to say, barring injury, right? This team, I don't think you have to worry about injury. Uh, not because they're not going to get injured, but because this team is so deep. Uh, next man up is going to fill right in, especially with Thibodeau and his system. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think we can get to 50? Do you think that's a that's a possibility? Uh, I'm starting to, to be a believer when it comes to that. 
Um, also, I understand there's some concern about my dog. Uh, he's alive and well. Um, I should prove it to you. Hey, dog, say something. Say something for your next one. Okay, well, let just move. Will you just move? Are you okay? Oh, shit. So DB's dog just died live on the podcast? Is that... Just now? I think so. I think he's dead. Okay. Congratulations, DB. You've, uh... No more cunty dog. He's in a better place. No more cunty dog. Bye-bye, cunty dog. Yeah, so most people are um, concerned with the Knicks, and DB uh, is uh, has new life. That was after, yeah, the, Chicago after the Chicago win. game. Oh, right? okay. Right? That was he's probably fucking singing a different yeah. tune right now. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I don't know if you can say right now that we're so deep and everyone's so good that we can't suffer from an injury. No, However, of not. I mean, I do think I mean through eight games of the season, I think they could win fifty still. I think I believe it more now than I did before the season, um, just because we've seen them yeah. at their best. Yeah, we've points. seen the offensive production that they've added. You know, those are real numbers. I mean, and obviously they're on at five and three, they're on a pace to win 50 games. <laughs> they're on the pace to win basically exactly 50 games. Barry, can the Knicks win 50? Are you still a believer in that? Or I mean, I never are was. You more of a believer, less of a believer? You never were. I never was, but. Do you I'm, were, though? I bet you never were after five and one? No. No, I still You're think... You're so full of shit, man. 50 A 50-win team is a great team, Craig. I don't know if this is a great team. It's not a great... 50 wins is not a great team. It's a great team. team. No, it's a, it's a, that's a very it's a good better team. better than good team. It's a better than good... Thank you. It's better, it's it's better than good. Not great. I would okay, say... Okay, very good? Better okay, than yes. good is very good. Yeah, yeah I good, think, I very think there's good, in great. between good and 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 great. Fine. I think my I think I'd say they were like a 46, 47 win team. Can they squeeze out three extra wins? Sure. I wouldn't be like shocked if they won 50. Um and yeah, this team can do it. Again, they st- look at how they started off last year. I mean, again, they surprised everybody last year, but they started off a losing team last year. It took them a long time to even get to 500. Yeah, what they say they were like I think Clyde or Breen said they were 11 and 15. Yeah, or 11 and 16. Jay, 50 win team here? No. Of Why do you even bother asking me? You know what I'm going to say, and then you can no. That's that's a definite. <laughs> Look, they're they're deep enough to have guys step in, you know, and fill rotation spots. But you start stacking up, stacking them up to the talent of the other teams that they're that they're going against in this league. And I mean, I'm sorry, they're not they're not like a cut above these other teams. And and what I'm missing is the wow. heart, you know, that that propelled them last year. We need that. I mean that 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 needs to be a part of this team if they hope to win 50. They got to outplay their talent. Even with the upgrade in talent. The East is just in a weird spot right now. Just all the teams. I mean, look at, you know, the Wizards. It's a strong conference. You know, I mean, the the Celtics are struggling again. Like, who? so who knows how things are going to shake out. Celtics had a big win against Miami tonight, though. Well, after their uh, their big meeting. <laughs> that's right. Maybe that's all it took. What was the meeting? I missed that. They had a there players, was a players only, only meeting. meeting. Is that part of your news, Blandy? No. No, it's not, actually. That isn't happening tonight? I no, there. I there's some big news, so you better let me get in with that news. I'm telling you, the meditation's replacing the news tonight. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, play the next fucking voice now. Okay. Oh, here we go. Next win. <laughs> what a hard fought game! Woohoo! Bing bong. Oh Nick's no. Win a tight one. 
It's number a montage one, of Ralph. Number one. It is a hard dick swipe. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, there was no barking from there, him on any of there those. There you had the ups and downs of Ralph. No barking. <laughs> we are I'll be honest. dog fight. Oh. oh, you're playing old voice. All right, there you go. Got to get that in there. I need the barking. I just I kept four of the thirty eight voicemails Ralph left. <laughs> I see, That's I don't me. doubt it. That's the thing. I don't doubt the juju. We have two. We have two voicemail callers who call a lot. All right, we got Brandon <laughs> and Ralph. <laughs> and this week, I had to finally. I mean, I had to put my foot down, and I had to just pick pick one, which I'm sure Brandon and Ralph will understand. Ralph leaves these short, like seven second voicemails constantly. Which how can you not throw a few of those together? <laughs> <laughs> and Brandon, while I appreciate it, keep them coming, but what was that symbol? Signal. <laughs> big? What, what is that? <laughs> oh, your voicemails are big. Yes. Um, play the next one, Blandy. All right. I think this might come from uh, his truly. Well, uh, yeah, that sucked ass. <laughs> uh, this is Brandon. Um, a lot of inconsistencies, man. A lot of. I mean, that calls, refing was terrible. Um, we couldn't buy a bucket if we even tried, to be honest with you. Um, uh, I mean, I'm reading Twitter right now. A lot of people are saying that Randall's a problem. He had emotions, letting him run the game. And I don't think that's the truth, man. I, I just think, you know, well, first off, we can't guard the three for shit. <laughs> Miles Turner has a career night in threes against us. Come on, man. Got to put a body on him or something. Wide open threes like that is going to kill us. Either way, still love this team. Go Knicks. Yeah, after he him. hits, I know, after he hits a couple of threes, you may want to step out to the perimeter a little bit, you know, get a hand in his face. I mean, he sank more than the entire Knicks team. No, it's, seven for 10 is like it's, a it's Steph crazy. Curry night of shooting, not Miles Turner. <laughs> Do you, th- do you think there is anything to the Julius Randle, you know, with a newborn baby at his house argument that you're I, hearing I don't on Twitter? Know. Like, but like what? He's I, tired? I, we, He's not like the three sleep? of us. The three of us have had two kids and it is, it is fucking hell, to be honest. It is not fun. My kids are, I wouldn't be able to play a basketball game right now. Barely do this fucking podcast. <laughs> All right. But Julius Randle is a fucking multimillionaire. With, I'm sure he's okay. With, who can I'm, get all the fucking help he needs? There's no way that he's up all night with a screaming baby or something like that. He does seem like a hands-on dad. I mean, I know he's in the gym 20 hours of the 24-hour day, but he does seem hands-on. So you think he's you think he's operating like like some of us have when you when you got that newborn baby on like I, an hour of fucking sleep because you're up all night? No. I doubt. No, I I, I, don't I, I highly so. doubt it. So that argument's dead. Dead. Yeah, but people just... are being too hard on fucking Julius Randle. They really are. I've seen tweets like, or a Facebook post like, get this fucking bum off our team. He's so <laughs> really? overrated. Yes. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> Did were, were those tweets from you? It was actually Facebook oh. posts, which are, they're brutal on, they're way worse than Twitter. <laughs> the Knicks fans on Facebook. They fucking suck, to be honest. All right, Blandy, hit the next one. Yo, DJ here. DJ. Just a quick one. We have a lot of work to do now. Peace out, guys. Ooh. Oh, and then he had a serious this DJ. End. He ended this. The Nixel sucks. Oh, yeah, that would have been better. 
DJ with the shortest yeah, voicemail wow. he has ever left. No, he's you could hear it in the tone of his voice. He yeah. said it dejected. He means business. You couldn't hear it. Bl- Blandy, could you hear it in the voicemail, the music in the background? I, um, I was very confused. Let me see. Yo, DJ here. Just a quick one. We have a lot of work to do now. Peace out, guys. I hear like a faint bass line all the way in the back towards the end. <laughs> so you, I don't think you could hear. I don't know why you can't hear, but I can hear it on the original copy of it. And it's that song, Celebration Time. Come on. That's oh, really? Like he's had a fuck. Like, I don't know. It's just very unusual music. Yeah, it's I heard that that's like, really It sounded like German. he was at a fucking wedding or that's something. In, it's, maybe he is. Maybe like he went into the coat check room at a wedding so he could leave that voicemail. We have a lot of work to do now. Peace out, guys. <laughs> but how depressed does he sound? We've got work to do. Yeah, he doesn't. That sounds like old DJ. This is your boy, DJ. The Knicks are socks. So, DJ, this is going to be for you, all right? And all those Knicks fans who are struggling right mm. now, just struggling to get through this hard Knicks life. I know it's hard, and many of us can't remember a time where we had to suffer through as many as two losses in a row. And it's not easy, you know? So we're going to do a little hard Knicks life meditation. And get some meditation music going right now. All right, settle into this. Do I need to close my eyes for this? You might want to. Okay. All right. Everybody, get loose here. Get my meditation voice on. Settle yourself into a comfortable position. And allow your eyes to close. Or you can keep them open with a softened gaze. <laughs> begin by taking long several deep breaths breathing in fully and exhaling fully breathe in through your nose and out through your nose or mouth and with each breath you take let go of all the negativity in your hard Nick's life allow your breath to find its own natural rhythm Notice each breath in and out and how each breath feels. With each breath in, I want you to say, Obi. And with each breath out, Kemba. Kemba. Breathe in and breathe out. And this is a free meditation here, Barry. Blandy, you can say your piece here, all right? Any, say anything that's on your mind. <laughs> We've lost a couple in a row. All right, but just think about it. A few years ago, we would have been doing this meditation if we had lost 10 in a row. That in itself is progress. Breathe in and breathe out. Kemba. All right, let all that negative Nick's energy. Oh, Kemba, as Barry said. Let all that negative, hard next life energy out from your pores. And Mitch, if you're listening, let it out of those platypusy feet. All right. Let it out. Breathe in. Bing. Breathe out. 
bang, bing, bang. I want you to keep those eyes closed. I want you to think about the past, all right? Derek Fisher, Jeff Hornacek, David Fisdale, Phil Jackson. Barry, are they here right now? No. No. They are gone. <laughs> they are fucking so long gone. Forever. Now what the fuck do you all have to be so upset about? There's even no more worrying about Kevin Knox. There's no need no. to think about Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox is just a fading memory. <laughs> That's so sad. Is he even on the bench? I don't even know if I've seen him in weeks. Nobody would miss him, Craig. <laughs> and when you're starting to stress about what's going on, I want you to remember three simple names. Leon, Wes, and Tibbs. And feel that strength and serenity mm. come like a wave over your entire body, putting you at ease, knowing Ooh. that the captains of your next ship are driving this to the promised land. Maybe not this year. <laughs> or next. But I can see it. And you can see it in the distance. <laughs> well, that is inspirational. Wow. <laughs> breathe in. Breathe out. And even now, take solace in. in knowing that the Knicks have a better record than the Bucks, the Hawks, the Nuggets, the Suns. There's no need hmm. to worry. And say it with me right now. Alfred Payton sucks. Alfred Payton, Payton sucks. sucks. He can't hurt us anymore. We are safe. We are safe. Say it with me, guys. We, we, we are, safe. are safe. Breathe in. Oh, breathe out. Kemba. Now with, now with this breath in, we're going to change it up a little. But when you say, when, I, when you breathe in, you're going to say, fuck. And when you breathe out, poor Zingus. All right? Breathe in, fuck. Fuck. Poor Zingus. Poor Zingus. I want you to keep your eyes closed now. This is the final, final stretch. All right? Breathe in. Breathe out. Where did that black eye on Porzingis come from, does anyone even know? Who the fuck cares? Whoever gave it to him is a motherfucking hero. Breathe in and out. Did Luca walk in on KP with Luca's mom? <laughs> Maybe. Good for KP. Breathe in and out. And on the count of three, I want you to open your eyes. Okay? You will awaken a new man or a new woman or a new Ralph. No more barking. No more anger. And no more placing blame. 
on King Julius. All right, three, two, one. Open your eyes. Wow. How does that feel? I feel refreshed. It's an amazing feeling. And y'all hear that music? It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. Presented by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. Who, Brandon, you might want to go off camera. It's up to you. I leave it up to you. <laughs> Hands up in the air, all right? Hands up in the air. Get that sexy music playing, Blandy. Get it on. Here we go. And why don't you, Blandy, tell us a little bit about the November crumb cake, cake of, the month. of the month. The crumb cake of the month for November is the caramel apple crumb cake. Brandon is circling the nipple area. The areoli. Is that areoli? This crumb cake is inspired by that fall treat, the caramel apple. It is a vanilla cake that is just filled with cinnamon apples that just ooze out with each bite. This feels so disgusting right now for there some reason. Barry, are you with me? Caramel sauce, and you know what that means, homemade. You know <laughs> what is it this from. week, Greg? What's wrong? What do you mean? Everything okay, Greg? <laughs> is there something going on with Blandy? What, what do you, what, what? What? You guys were talking. I'm trying to do my thing, <laughs> and you're talking, you and Barry. I don't know. Well, keep going then. It sounds like you're just ignoring us. Keep going. Homemade about caramel to sauce <laughs> and cinnamon crumbs. Okay. They make this with real Granny Smith apples, real bourbon vanilla, and it just melts in your mouth. And if you look at the picture on the website, you could have this with a nice little cinnamon stick and some caramel squares and... Whatever that drink is, I know we asked about it last year and they told us. I think they said it was like juice or something like that. You could have it with caramel squares? Oh yeah, look look right on the right on the plate there if you look on the website. Look, look right behind you. Look to your left. Oh yeah. <laughs> Forgot that was up. Right there. next to the cinnamon sticks. Little squares of They're caramel. They're caramel squares? Yeah. All right, Blandy, fucking stop the music. From holiday gift boxes to the world-famous Crumpkins, they even have a Crumb Cake of the Month subscription you can get for three, six, or 12 months. And you can build your own Crumb Cake. Don't forget, that's fucking awesome. Go to ClarksonAveCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNIXLIFE for 23% off your order. All right. And Barry, I was just saying that it felt disgusting watching Blandy, like... Looking into the eyes of a very special live audience member while he was doing that, and they're looking at each other. I just felt like I shouldn't have been in here with them. You Did weren't it make you feel like dirty, Craig? That's why. Were you? Does Blandy sometimes just not hear us? Or no, I heard what you said. I'm saying, doesn't make you I feel dirty. I think I know what you mean. It's, it's, yeah. Usually, it's usually it's the three of us in here. We got the sexy music going. You know, the three of us have been doing this a long time, and now it's it's kind of got like a voyeuristic feel to it that somebody's just kind of sitting in the four, corner there uh, watching it's, it's weird yeah, yeah we're used to a threesome when it comes to that and it's right. you know having extra people it, it throws things off it's a little feels different 
It was like I was watching the two of you connect in a really oh. sexual way. That's why I felt <laughs> uncomfortable. And it's all about the crumb cake. Let's not. <sighs> <laughs> um, Blandy, hit us with the news, man. All right, Let's here we going. go. What would it be um, without a little bit about Kyrie? Uh, first off, yesterday was the or Tuesday was the um, New York City mayor mayoral election. Uh, and people are hoping that maybe things will be different once Eric Adams becomes the uh, officially the mayor of New York City. People are wondering whether or not that will affect the mandate at all and whether or not Kyrie will be back uh, playing with, with the Nets. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, along with that, um, Chris Rock was on stage Wednesday night in Brooklyn along with a bunch of bands and comedians at some NFT week event. Uh, he was up on, on stage before introducing, I think it was the Strokes, told a couple of jokes, and then um, made this comment. Chris Rock. I haven't seen any shows since COVID. Has anybody been like, throw your mask in the air? No. And wave it around like and you And like you just don't care. Ow. Where's my anti-vaxxers at? Where you at? Where you at? You fucking dumb Kyrie motherfuckers. Yeah. All right. You fucking dumb Kyrie motherfuckers. So we'll see what happens with Kyrie. Uh, biggest story really of the day, I should have led with this, but I just wanted to, you know, rag on Kyrie, is uh, that Robert Sarver, uh, the owner of the Suns, big report came out today on ESPN that had quotes from more than 70 former and current employees talking about a toxic and sometimes hostile work environment since he bought the team, I think back in 2000. And four, um, misogynistic comments in front of people, uh, racist comments. He has been accused of using the N-word many, many, many times. He claims he's only used it once in his life and that anytime he supposedly used it, he said the N-word and not the actual uh, word. Did, did either <laughs> does, of you see any of this? Earl Watson, who at one point posted the sons. How does he know that he used it once? I don't know. In his life? Who knows? I mean, Earl Watson. And he was just, he, he did it once. He was like, that. I'm never doing that again. That was a mistake. Earl Watson flat out said he used the word numerous times in front of me. And Robert Sarver says that, that Earl Watson is basically full of crap. One co-owner said the level of misogyny and racism is beyond the pale. It's embarrassing as an owner. Uh, he said, I never called anyone or any group of people the N-word or referred to anyone or any group of people by the N-word, either verbally or in writing. What's this? We got a message from over here. He showed multiple employees pics of his bikini-clad wife. Yes, yes, he did supposedly. Yeah, wearing like a good son's or bad? bikini. Isn't that good? There's a, there's a lot of weird stuff. Is that bad? Who's his wife? Something about they were doing an ALS ice bucket swear, challenge I, years Blandy ago. Blandy just and, doesn't. And Blandy just doesn't listen. I'm listening to you. But I ask a question and you just like railroad through me every time. Oh God! Ask the question again. Never mind. <laughs> Apparently, you pulled somebody's pants down in front of a group of people. Um, Whose pants? What? Whose pants? Like a like a an employee. DeAndre. They were doing Aiden. like the, no. they were doing the ALS ice bucket challenge, and he pulled the guy's pants down. So <laughs> what? he says it's all completely false. You would think that that this would be airtight with ESPN to go with this story. 
it's not this kind of thing that you would publish and not have crossed your T's and dotted your I's because if if for some reason they, they didn't, you could very easily go with them with um, defamation charges. I mean, the reason why it's a big deal is because you look back at, you know, what it took to get Donald Sterling kicked off, you know, taken out of the league and forced to sell the, the Clippers. This would be very much in the same similar kind of vein, although there's no audio tape here. It's just people's word against his. And is there uproar about this? Because I couldn't imagine if James Dolan, if this was James Dolan. Yes, there is a, yeah, there there has been there a, a big uproar regarding it, yes. Uh, so that's, that's you know, a, a big a big bombshell here. We'll see what happens as a result of it. But he apparently used the N-word quite a bit, even though he Just says once. he's only used it once. Yeah. Uh, next up. The uh, Ben Simmons has told management in Philadelphia is not yet mentally ready to play. So there does not seem to be any end in sight when it comes to that. Didn't he turn down some sort of like mental uh, help? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. And there's there's some talk now that the the Sixers don't even believe that anything that there's anything going on, that that's just bullshit just so he doesn't have to actually play. Yeah, it's fucking I mean. Again, we, so. we don't know what the hell's going on with him, but it, it but it's crazy to think about that he's still collecting that money, right? But like, and he's like, under contract he, for years. I, obviously he he wants to force his way out, but who wants to take him on after this? Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. Who's going to want to welcome him? On, I mean, I guess there'd probably be somebody because of his his skill set, but this is pretty toxic. Everybody's got a price. So you see that um, Scotty Pippen's got a memoir coming out. Part of it was published in GQ. Uh, no love lost between him and and Jordan. He said that uh, Jordan was condescending and that the whole point of the documentary really was to prove to a, a younger generation of fans that he is better than LeBron. I was nothing more than a prop in the in the doc. He called me his best teammate of all time. He couldn't have been more condescending if he tried. He also claimed that Jordan was paid $10 million for the documentary. Whether or not that's true. I see no. I see no issues with any of this stuff. Michael Jordan, like the greatest athlete of all time, is condescending. Who gives a shit? He can be <laughs> as condescending as he wants. Paid ten million dollars for the last dance. Yeah, fuck it. He should get paid ten million dollars for that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he Scottie, made Scottie Pippen feel like a prop. He was a fucking prop. Scottie it was a prop like when they played. So was every other guy on that team. Chris Paul moved into number th- the number three spot on the all time <laughs> assist list. Passing Steve Nash to again. Never mind. (laughs) What is going on here? (laughs) You must, I swear you have a fucking delay. Your fucking shit's fucked up. There's no delay. I said, what did you say? And then you won't repeat it. (sighs) Yeah, whatever. He passed Steve Nash. He's now third behind John Stockton and Jason Kidd. And then last but not least, we know obviously they made the change in the, in, um, the foul calls and how it's affected people like James Harden and quickly for that matter. The competition committee is, is also, they just met the other day to talk about uh, changing more rules, the transition fouls. Like when there's um, um, a fast break and a defensive player just tries to make contact to uh, cause a, a stoppage of, of play. And they're looking into de-incentivize that, you know, make the, the punishment more, uh, severe, so that way defensive players are less likely to just kind of like I guess grab at somebody on a fast break just to to get that foul call for what next season? Uh, well, they just met on Tuesday, so I don't know if that's something that they would have to wait until. I guess it 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 all depends on how the collective bargaining agreement works when it comes to to rule changes. I mean, they just talked about it on Tuesday, 
So why talk about it now if you're not going to change it until next season? I don't know so, if they can change it in the middle of the season like that. I, I don't know. I guess it all it all depends. Oh, look at you. Look at, look at us. We're having a conversation back and forth right now. It's amazing. Is that it? Is that all you got? What? That's what I got. That's what I got. Nice. And that's the way the basketball bounces. What kind of newsman are you to leave out the most important news story of the entire week in the NBA, Landy? What did I leave out? I mean, the unveiling of the Knicks City uniforms. Oh. Mm. Come on. Did you, did you guys like those? That's yes. not part of the news. The news oh, is like a... The news is around the league stuff. We're supposed to focus on the Knicks. The news I do around the, the league. The league unveiled all the NBA city jerseys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I was going to side with Blandy, but when you put it like no. that, the, it was no, no, a no. league unveiling. A lot of those things are ugly anyway. It's just a money grab. It's just a money grab. <laughs> but we've had such bad ones year after year, and we finally have a decent... This one is cool, Craig. I asked for this one for uh, the holidays, actually. Oh, nice. And and I didn't think I was going to buy another jersey again. You know, the last one I bought is a Przingis jersey that's, you know, hanging in my closet. I don't even know why it's still hanging in there. I'm never going to fucking wear it. And I told myself, I'm never going to buy a fucking jersey. That's it. But this one came out. I said, you know what? Fuck it. So you wrote that that letter to Santa asking for that jersey? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Santa will yes. not accept that letter from him. <laughs> yes, he will. No, he will not. Barry celebrates all holidays in that house. With a name like Dworkin, Santa knows not to open that letter. Sorry. It's not how Santa works. Barry, did you ask for a specific person? I, yeah, of course. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to leave that up to my wife. Right, but when, when we were at the game the other night, you weren't sure. You had like three people. So you right, made I had a three decision people. since then? It was, it was down to three. Top it. Well, who were the three who was down... It was between Craig. Um, uh, I'm gonna say you already named one of them. All right, so Obi, Julius, and Mitch. No, not Mitch. It was between uh, Obi, Julius, and RJ. Oh, yeah, RJ, of course. Um, I guess now you probably went RJ. You, 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 <laughs> I did go RJ. You, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He is the best player on the Knicks, so. And then watch him get packaged for a, you know a star in the offseason. Right, that's right, right, right. <laughs> that's gonna be sick. Yeah, that should be nice. Looks good, man. Looks like a good yeah. fucking jersey. You're gonna have that matching court, you know. But but Knicks fans can never fucking be happy. By the way, everyone's got to be upset that it would have been cooler if they did the blue with the black, like the '90s jerseys. But they did that. I mean, this is very similar to one that they've done before as well, but they'll get there. I like it. Big fan. Yes. All right, guys, that's going to do for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnickslife, Barry at Barry Dworkin, Landy at Landy Hooper, and you can call us at 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-3741. If you like our show, please leave us a rating and or review wherever you listen. Go to patreon.com backslash hardnextlife to find out how you sit on on this wonderful show every fucking week. And what is the upcoming schedule, Brandon? <laughs> oh. uh, we're playing the, the, the Bucks tomorrow, so 7.30. Looking for a good snack on that one. That's tonight. Technically, so. that's tonight. Yes, that is tonight. 
Nice. All right, guys. Any final words? Uh, one RJ RJ stat that I'd like to point out yeah, real quick because we did compliment them is what was the one thing we've been knocking RJ for the last couple of years was his finishing around the rim. RJ has been finishing like a porn star. He's dri- his driving field goal percentage mm. is over fifty six percent. And to put that in perspective with the rest of the league, he's in the top 10 in the NBA in driving field goal percentage. That puts him in company with Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jalen Brown, Luka Doncic, John Morant, just to name a few. Take that for data. Boom. The intensity that's coming out of that 21-year-old kid compared to everyone else on that team like blows me away. Yeah, and not this last game against Indiana, but the two games prior when he was having those big games, they were in clutch moments. You know, it was down the stretch. Yeah. He, you could tell he wanted the ball. He was demanding it. Yeah, if they did a list right now of the top 21 players, 21 and under, he would be like, at this 22. point with the way he's been playing, <laughs> like 50-something. He'll never get the fucking love. He's playing well, though. All right, guys, until next time, it is a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.